You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Hello, sisters. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to OK Sis. My name is Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are the sisters behind the OK Sis podcast. You're my sister. You're my sister. Stand together. Do you think it's, okay, well, um, do you think it's weird that I've known you for your whole life, but you haven't known me for my whole life because I'm older than you? Mind blown. Isn't that crazy? I just thought of that. What? <laughs> Like, I've known you for your entire life, but you haven't known me for my entire life. This is how older and younger siblings work. Yes. Yeah. Very good point, Mads. I really thank you for pointing that out to me. Dear God. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to OK Sis. Um, You're wearing an up? Amish dress today. Yes. So um, I'm wearing a, a dress that I call Amish chic. Yeah. You know what? I really like it, and I think I would rock it. So you might want to give it to me. I actually think you would rock it more than I would. Yeah, I think so, too. It's more me. I feel like I'm being drowned in the dress. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm sticking out. I'm sticking it out. I did like you to order take it? fashion Did you order risks. it online, Azar, or did you go into the store? So, uh, funny story about this dress. Heath Babe, our mom, and I were at a Yom Kippur break the fast, and we saw a woman wearing this dress. And we both were like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. It's so cute. So chic. Oh, and we like spy like we were like looking at her tag without like touching her. And we saw that. Why it's don't from you Zara. just ask her? She was talking to people. We just like saw the tag. It was coming out. OK, so just, that like, is the weirdest thing okay, I've ever heard. It's OK. We just saw the tag and it was Zara. OK. And so has maybe the other day was like, oh, I got you present. I was like, oh, my God. Like, did you get me like anything I've been asking for <laughs> this whole time? And so she what is your wish list <laughs> from our parents right now, Mads? Is it long? There's so many. Oh, my God. How old are you? Um, I want a Casper mattress. Oh, Jesus. Buy your <laughs> fucking own Casper mattress. <laughs> And I want 
Mad Happy Sweats. Okay, buy those two. And I want an away luggage. I just want everybody to know that Mads has a great job. And um, these things can be purchased on your own credit card. Yeah, but I'd rather save that money for, like, my future. You mean, like, on John and Benny's <laughs> and drinks and concert tickets <laughs> and right. trips to Scottsdale. Okay, moving right along. Um, so, Hebe bought me this dress when she went to Zara. That's so sweet. She didn't buy one for herself? Um, No. Why not? I she would look great in that dress. Yeah, I know. I don't think this is her color. Oh. Like if it was in black maybe, but this is a camel. It's a camel. <laughs> You're a royal camel princess. <laughs> I love the word camel and oh. the color camel. Have you ever ridden a camel? Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? Jesus. You're like, fucking Larry, Larry, Larry. Good Lord. No. Um, no. That's not how it goes. Okay, so... Oh, are you going to demonstrate yeah, how closely course. similar you are to this character? Yes, of course. So, um, Scout's best friend, Ma- uh, Va- Mallory, Valerie, and got married to this guy. Yes. What's his name? Sorry. Matt. Matt. And the first time Matt met me, I'm obviously, you know... At, dear listener, you know how I talk. <laughs> this is how I talk. And he was like, you sound... Like Susie from the Curb Your Enthusiasm, which honestly is the biggest insult I have ever been given. <laughs> and I was so sad. Leave it up to Matt to give you a comment was, like that. It was truly depressing. But then I did the impression. And honestly, it's uncanny. It how is much uncanny. Is okay, I don't want to scream. Don't you yeah, put the mic a little bit away. I'll put the mic a little bit away. Get the fuck out of here, Leah. We talk about Leah. Get out of here, Leah. <laughs> Good my, lord. So my cousin Tolly, she will call me in the middle of the day and just be like, I'm having a really bad day. Could you do the Susie impression? Oh and then God. I'll just do it and she'll hang up. She'll be like, Thank you. Like it's it's so You it can make a business really out of that, just calling it's, people and doing the Susie impression. I, know. I think it gives people joy. Um you, let give, us know. Pe- you give people joy, Mads. You oh. bring joy into people's lives. Wow. Are you a rabbi now? What did what Yes, just that's my new career move. Thanks. Oh, I'm trying to practice you my would, preaching. Honestly, you would be the best rabbi. Okay, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves, please. <laughs> okay, anyways. Let's not. But no, um, you didn't answer my question. Oh, sorry. Have you ever ridden a camel? <laughs> that was my question. I have. Me too. Um, I think we did it together. Nope. I've been on birthright. So no, but when we were little, we were in Israel. Time. That and is we a prerequisite. No, sorry. That's a that's a requirement when you go on birthright is you have to ride a camel. It's quite scary. Um, it is very scary. And there's no liability? Like, I don't think you sign oh, a waiver? No, 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 no. They don't know. You fall off. You're in you're the f- desert. You're fucked. You're getting stomped over by a camel. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Maybe don't and do it when you're smelly. pregnant, you know? Uh, what? <laughs> I'm just thinking out loud. Like I wouldn't want to ride a camel if I was pregnant. I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I haven't seen you. This is probably the longest I haven't seen you in uh, a year because I basically was like, I can't come up to LA this much. So we pre-recorded a few episodes. So right. Um, it's been about three weeks. I know. I have a running list of things that I, um, like fixations that I don't yeah, want to forget too. about. Um, first, can we talk about the reason why I came to LA a day early? Oh is yes. because. We went to the Jonas Brothers concert. Guys. And I officially have a crush on Joe Jonas. I thought you did before, though. I, figuratively speaking, <laughs> I thought he was good looking. But did now you, I Did you really get a glimpse of him? Like <laughs> No, I just, you know, heard him sing and yeah. saw his little figure moving. Yeah, and, uh, we really could not it. see much. But that was it for me. Wow, what a night it was. You 
Okay, wait. These okay. Oh my god. You were just in your prime. Let's just I say that. I was crying and shaking my booty, shaking my tuchus. They they lived up to every expectation. You know what I loved about them was they weren't afraid to shy away from their past. Like they really leaned into it and they were like, "We're in on the joke." Like mm-hmm. we get that we were a boy band like let's just kind of own it and all be in this together so i'm a newfound jonas brothers fan because yeah. i missed that mark i was too right. old for the jonas no, brothers but they did a whole section i remember at the end that they did just like a medley they were like let's just crank these all out yeah and they did all their like hits from when they were younger yeah but their new album is really good yeah um i just want to shout out to risa and mckenna who are sitting behind us who are now new okasis fans because i basically poured it down their you throat were, you bombarded them um because you kept you kept standing and blocking their view and because you were drunk and i had to push you down and i was like i'm so sorry so I shout out to them so much fun. for being really cooperative concert yeah. goers and thank you for being a new okasis fan we love you cooperative concert go- i mean I, I apologize profusely yeah and but you I spilled my wine oh yeah maybe five times sorry i don't yes. even know if i drank a glass because it was <laughs> being spilled constantly because i was just i was having so much fun and I was grabbing you, and and I think I was twerking on you. You gave me three <laughs> lap dances. <laughs> not twerking. Not twerking. You straddled me. I did. You straddled me three separate times and moved your body in a lap dance motion. Um, Was I wearing underwear? You know I what? I so. highly <laughs> hope so, because... Um, you were all up on me, for sure. That was happening. Yes, that was happening. Was I doing that during Love Bug? No, that's no, when I was that going was when you were freaking out, out. of um, control. But I got a few lap dances from you. It was, you know, it's a new, it's a new day. Yeah. Anyways, if you guys are looking to see the Jonas Brothers, ten out of ten, highly recommend. Highly recommend. It was a grand time. You'll relive your past, you'll live in the present, and you'll just... And it was just fun because it was all girls. It was like an all-girl situation. It was like a slumber party. party. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Oh, wow. Anyways, any other updates? Um, You know what? I have zero updates. My life has just been moving at a steady pace, Uh, you know? There's been, yeah, nothing new. What about you? Wait, what have what have I done in the last few weeks? I feel like I've update. done like really fun things, but like oh, I went to my friend Austin launched her purse line Fair Seagull. Past OKSIS guest. Yeah. Unbelievable purses. And I wore this bomb white dress. Thank you. I looked great. Lonnie um, the label. Lonnie the label. Shout out to Lonnie the label, my favorite brand ever. You're like their new spokesperson. Yeah. And then I went to Whitney Eckes, who hosts the Under the Influence podcast. She had a fiftieth podcast anniversary live podcast recording with Aaron Fader Jewelry and they did a collaboration together. You're and just nam- name dropping left and right. Well, because I've had a really good month. I've been I like understand. out and about and meeting the women. Um, also, our girl crush, Lauren Elizabeth, is launching a podcast. Oh my God. Yes. We are so excited for that. We're so excited Girls supporting girls. And if you haven't listened, she was on our podcast like two episodes or something. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, it was I a silly have. one. So are, are they not all silly? <laughs> Some are more serious than others, I think. That is true. Um, so what's new with you, Mads? Did you miss me? Were you, like, crying every day because you couldn't see my face? Well, no. Um, but I did miss the pod. I did miss talking. Um, mm. And, mm. you know, now that we have a pod, I think in pod-like terms and pod-like instances. So I just, like, was creating lists upon lists of things that I wanted to mention or thoughts and and now you can't think of any of them. And no, I have the list, but these are all um, these are all fixations. Oh, good yeah. job. 
Um, so I'll, I'll save them. You know, I have to <laughs> have to get like a little bank for all of them. Okay, cool. Well, anyways, you're looking fab. Thanks. We saw that movie last night, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Highly recommends. Yes, Holocaust humor. Never knew it could be done. But it has been done, ladies and gentlemen, and we're here for it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, you know, I'm a, ba- I'm a big Oscar. Wild? N- what? I don't know. I thought you were going with an Oscar <laughs> Wild reference there. Wow. That would be so off-brand for me if I just pulled out an Oscar Wild. It Wilde. would be very on-brand oh. for me. I understand. No. I keep tabs on Oscar season. And oh, Oscar season. Yes, the Academy Awards, if you will. Okay. I'm Are you attending this year? I, if anyone, if Timothy Chalamet would like to invite me, You'll I will only go. go if Timothy Chalamet invites you? Yeah, I will go as his plus one. Okay. Um, so, no, I, I like to watch. I like to keep, you know, keep an eye out. And Jojo Rabbit is a contender. Very cool. Contender. So, um I, I just listen, realized I all I my podcast. I just realized I've only eaten a bagel, a banana, and two eggs today. I might pass out any moment. All right, let's let's <laughs> spare. We our do listeners. not condone. <laughs> no, this was an accident. This. I eat all the time. I eat like way too much. This was a total. I can't believe I'm saying this. This is crazy for me. All right. Anyways, let's move on to our guest today. Oh Lord. So, oh Lord. So um. This was probably top five moment. Top maybe? five moment for of us. Yeah, for sure. I've been following. So our guest is Sivan Ayla and she I've been following her. She's at, I don't know, like way over 200K following, but she's amazing. And I've been following her since she had 13,000 followers. So I've seen her get married and get pregnant and have a baby. And I mean, yeah. shit, I've invested time in watching her Instagram stories. It, is, it was strange. Like when you it, it's strange to see someone that lives in your phone. <laughs> we, were ta- we, well, we were talking and I was like, I, we said an instance and she's like, how'd you know about that? And I was like, um, because you post I, about it like, four like, years ago. And yeah. I remember <laughs> four years. It was a long time ago. Dear God. Anyways, but she, I think um, the reason I really admire her and adore her and continue to um, consume her content is she's obviously very real. And um, I think there's something relatable, but also like a... um, What's the word? Yeah, inspirational. It's inspirational. She's... Le- reached a level of success in her life. She's got two products. She's got a gorgeous baby, a beautiful marriage, home, yeah. beautiful home. Like there's things that about her that inspire you to work harder in your yeah, life. Yeah, so but you it's not achieve. like a jealousy no, thing. It's like you look at her life. Yeah. I'm just like, wow, you. I want this for you. Yeah, and I want this for me. Yes, but this is like you go, oh, girl. girl. Yeah, no, I'm with you. So, yeah. anyways, it was a really, really great episode. We got really real about motherhood, which was really right. cool. She kind of spilled like some very r- like raw things that yeah. most mothers don't talk Super about, which vulnerable. I thought was really admirable. Admirable. Oh, we need to find a synonym for admirable because we say it every other word. Oh, I've di- oh, it's kind of like when we used to say polymathic every other no, word. No, you said polymathic every other <laughs> I word. I love that word. Are you polymathic yet? I'm, you know, always striving. Okay. Always. Well, you keep up the good fight, girl. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> Anyways, um, sisters, enjoy this episode. Enjoy. We know we will. Love you. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. 
You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sivan Ayla is a lifestyle blogger, mom to daughter Capri, wife to hubby Paul, alter ego Richard, and most recently, an owner and designer of her own swimwear brand called Tanlines. While she's expanding her product lines, she still uses her blog and social media channels as a way to connect with her audience and share all the real shit that goes on behind the scenes. Her mission is to share a realistic approach to everyday luxury. With an unfiltered voice, you'll learn how to do your makeup, cook a healthy dinner, shake up a killer cocktail, decorate your home on a tight-ass budget, 
Travel the world with a buzz and style your same jeans 50 ways. Without further ado, Sivan. Hello. Hey, girl. <laughs> I fucking intro. love that intro because yeah, it's so just good. like tight ass budget, all the real shit. Drinking like, it's rose. Great. Yes, I'm a bad influence. I hate to say it. Are you kidding? <laughs> That's why we all fucking love you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we're geeking out over here. When did you start following Okay, Sivan? I started following you when you had about like 13,000 followers. No. I don't know how I found you. But I did. And then it was before your wedding. It was before all of that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I you've found seen you it all. I've seen it all. Okay. Everything. Is that weird? <laughs> Is that like weird when you meet people and you're like, oh, you've known my life for the past yeah. six years? And like the fact that we're just now meeting for the first time is yeah. even weirder. Yeah. Like, then yeah. we should be best friends at this point. Yeah. That's, I mean, you, I mean, you we'll take up my that. Instagram story life a little bit too much, but that's okay. <laughs> I think I found you because of your home, which we'll get into because like, whew, baby. Also, I showed home. Um, your daughter to my mother and my mom's not a baby person like I'm pretty sure she regrets having children yeah <laughs> yeah and like she's true. like whenever I'm like oh I you know I'm thinking about having a child in the next few years whatever she's like but really you should think about it <laughs> she was enamored with Capri like enamored oh my god well that's gonna be me as a mom I'm gonna be like are you sure you want to do this yeah but like Capri's the fucking cutest but still like yeah, yeah. it's I, probably so I'm fucking not, hard like, again saying that I had a really great life before I had a baby like yeah. people look at me and they're like oh you mean you're not like complete now that you've had a baby? And I'm like, no, I had a great life before her. Yeah. She's awesome. I love her. To die, die for her. But like, I traveled, I had freedom. It's not everything. Kids are not everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think people, when you become a mom, it's like, oh, that's your identity. You are a mother now, right. which is completely twisted. Like, no, you are your own person and you were before and you're going to be developing as your own person yes. still. And that's why you launched two products in one year. Yeah. After <laughs> having a child. Because <laughs> I'm suicidal. <laughs> I love it. Okay, should we do current fixations? Yes, I'll start. Um, so I have been getting into skincare thanks to Mads. I was never into skincare, but um, I've been trying. I've been really into masks lately. So I've been trying a lot because I went to a party and I got all these free masks. And some of them work and some of them don't. And I tried Franz Skincare. It's the, I wrote it down, the Jet Dual Mask System. It's a three-step situation. You put on this, like, sheet mask. It looks just like a regular sheet mask. Mm. And then you put this elixir in this, like, paper version of the mask. And then you connect the paper version on, and you let it sit for 25 minutes. And I did it, and I was like, this is, like, crazy, because usually the masks I do aren't sheet masks. Mm -hmm. And I let it sit for 25 minutes, and I am not kidding. The next day, I had three people come up to me and ask me why my skin was so glowy. Yeah, she took a photo afterwards, and she looked like a dewy goddess. Also, that seems like a procedure. Like, was what was going on? That. That's a lot of It was work. a lot, but it's. I want to do it once a week because literally people were coming up to me, my friends, the next day or DMing me and asking me, and then no one ever asks about my skincare, and <laughs> they always ask Maddie about her skincare, and so it was like a really big moment for me. Um, and people were telling me my skin was just glowing, and if you follow us on Instagram, you saw I posted a picture after, mm -hmm. um, but I'm obsessed. I have... Each packet comes, I think, with two masks. I have two more because I went to another party and got a free mask. So I'm, like, super stoked about that. Um, what is it called? Franz. F-R-A-N-Z. How much is it? It is, I think it's, like, it's it's a little pricey. It's, like, 40 for two. Okay. So it's not like mm -hmm. an, oh you're right, it's not like an every week thing. It's more of a once in a while. It's a luxury. Yeah, it's yeah. a luxury, but it works. Well, it's cheaper than Botox. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. There we go. There we go. There yes. we go. Okay. My current fixation. So it is officially a season change because Sweet Green 
has launched their new fall winter menu. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty fucking sure it's 100 degrees outside. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is true. Um, but no. So I am so obsessed with the chicken and Brussels salad. If I were a salad, this would be my salad. Oh. I resonate with this salad on a visceral level. It is incredible, and everyone needs to go eat I it. I need to try that immediately. Immediately. Okay, like, Valley doesn't have a sweet green. They don't? What? No. I'm not, yeah. Right? What is wrong with us? Okay, okay we I know the founders. I'll let because them Because I do the um the custom and it's always seventeen dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, because and you're I'm adding sorry. premiums. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give you a tip. You get one of the the ones on the menu and then you just like customize it from there. Is that okay. cheaper than building your own? Yeah, because then you could just sw- like get the one that's like most like the one you're gonna build, and then just kind of swap it out. Yeah, that's smart. I just go to the Whole Food Salad Bar, you know. <laughs> I do Health Nut. Do you guys know Health Nut? No, what's that? Health Nut is the Kardashian salad. Yes, like I was about oh. to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I live right next to Health Nut, and so I Postmates it daily, and it's literally like you just said, like a twenty-three dollar salad after delivery and everything. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's so simple, and it's not even that exciting. It's like a Chinese chicken salad on steroids. And I'm obsessed. I wonder Stupid. if they up the price because of the Kardashians. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like everyone recognizes the bowl, the right. mango iced tea. It's a right. thing. Oh but my it's God. really good. Oh, the Kardashian influence. <laughs> We're all under their wrath. Well, we could have that kind of influence. <laughs> exactly. Give me a little bit of that. Okay. What is your current fixation, Sivan? My current fixation. So I have not been able to fully watch TV like I normally do. Um, I've got a lot on my mind. So I've been unwinding watching Working Moms. Do you guys watch that? No. Yes. What is that? That's so funny. Yes. I love it. It is incredible. It's so funny. It's, it's so good. And it's Wait, like. Wait, is it a reality television no, 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 no. It's a scripted show. It's from Canada. And super easy. It's like 20 minute episodes. I love that. I don't have time for like a long, lengthy storyline. Yeah. I like short, sweet, like it's funny. And it probably resonates with you, which is, I mean, yeah. that's what my roommates were like. Will I, will I get it? Like, will I resonate with it? I'm like, yeah. guys, it's, it's like a funny show yeah. about. Do you resonate exactly. with Game of Thrones? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Great point. Wow. Touche. Yeah. That was yeah. good. I Thanks, like that. Guys. Thanks. No. Yeah. I was like, no, it's a great show. It's it incredible. Show. It's just funny. It's like real life shit. Yeah. I feel like they make you it make it. It just makes being a mom more like, okay, it's not mm-hmm. that fucking serious. Like yeah. everyone turns into this crazy, like over over the top parent and this is like you can actually live your life work yeah. whether it's self-employed or at an office whatever it is and it's like acceptable it's fine it's cool right, right. So i love it and oh. it's funny it is so funny yeah. there's this okay so this is kind of a side tangent but it just reminded me of this so i'm really into gary v oh, yeah. and we my friend and i were talking they're like what question would you ask gary v because he answers so many questions on a daily basis and my question for him because this is such a question that's targeted towards women is who watches your kids while you work oh. because i want him to answer that fucking question because he's he's kids yeah he's got a whole family he's what does whole his wife bunch. do i have no idea because he doesn't really talk about them okay so i just thought it'd be interesting to like pose that female oriented question on him because yeah. he's such a workaholic right. like i want to know who yeah. watches your kids that's, that's a great point yeah. people love to ask me that question it's like as often as like I used to get asked, well, how do you edit your photos? People were always like, who's with Capri? I was just on vacation in Mexico, and literally every day people were like, where's Capri? Where's Capri? Oh, yeah, who's watching Capri? Came. Someone was like, the fact that Capri's out on your stories is reminding me of that kidnapping in Mexico. I'm what? like, what the fuck? Stop. Yeah. I'm like, are people crazy? Yeah. <laughs> like, also, everyone has help. Like, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Our mom was a stay-at-home mom, and she had help. Yeah. No, it, I... That makes me so frustrated. Also, and this is kind of a good transition, 
how do you feel about kind of posting Capri on your social media? And like, I mean, I'm sure you've gotten pushback, but just kind of what is your philosophy on that? Well, I was hesitant to post her because I personally don't love baby content. Like I just was bored by it before I had her. Um, And I still am. But I felt like I showed glimpses of her. Obviously, everyone followed along during my pregnancy. People loved seeing everything that was going on. So when she was born and First of all, engagement is through the roof on baby content. I don't know what it is. Wow. Savant, I mean, not Savant, Caprice gets <laughs> so many likes. I'm like, what is happening in my life that this baby yeah. gets this many likes? She gets more likes than I do, my businesses, my products, anything in the world. Like, this baby is, like, tripling my engagement. <laughs> but I wrote a whole so blog everyone post everyone get, have, have a baby. baby if you want to <laughs> increase your Instagram engagement. Well, actually, it's so true. But um, I wrote a whole blog post about, like, why is Instagram obsessed with babies? It's weird to me. But I was really hesitant just because I didn't want to bore my audience. I felt like a lot of them are younger. They probably don't have kids. So I thought that she would only make an appearance here and there. But people love her. People request her. She's got, like, this crazy fan club. And there's also this whole new slew of women that have come in to follow me for baby. Mm -hmm. Like, it's these, like, 45 to 55-year-old women that are obsessed with her. They're so happy and supportive and positive. They don't judge. They're not mom shaming me. And they have kids. And they're just kind of like, my kids don't have kids yet, so I follow you because you're like what I'm looking forward to. Oh, so it's so cool. Sweet. I also, yeah. that kind of reminded me of something. I was just listening to you on Girl Gang uh-huh. on the podcast, and you had mentioned that tan lines kind of developed out of this gap that you saw yeah. for, for Kid baby suits. suits. And you wanted it to not feel like so mommy and me and right. not like stereotypical. So talk a little bit about that because you are really good at not making the Capri content (laughs) very like, I don't know the word. Like it's, it's so unusual the way you've done it. And it's like very authentic to you and your entire brand, which is amazing. Well, I think limiting it is one thing because I, you could get stuck showing your kid 45 slides in a row. And I've talked about that before I had her was kind of like, When I have a kid, even before I was pregnant, I said to my audience, I was like, if I have a kid and I start becoming that person, please tell me. I don't want to be that person that's like, here's Capri playing with one toy for 45 slides and now you're bored of me and maybe you won't come back ever again because that's me with people. Like, I get bored. So, wait, remind me what the question was. I have a point. Oh, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) As in like like, um, creating the mommy and me content that's like very authentic and not cheesy yeah so I try to kind of pinpoint moments obviously now I've had her for a year so I know good times to video her when it's not going to be interesting and I think I just want to like drop a little bit at a time versus like overwhelming everyone with just the baby stuff I think that that's just in general like a rule of thumb for me is I don't want to get repetitive about anything it's just boring so I don't know I think that she's she happens to be really cute (laughs) and I don't overdo it on the baby content and I also feel like because I've remained true to myself and I've kept my identity, I still go out with my girlfriends, I still travel, I still do date nights, I still work. All these things keep people interested and they want to see kind of the balance of it. And even though I can't show every moment of my day, obviously, and people don't always know what's going on behind the scenes, I feel like it's just a little bit of like a taste of how someone else is doing something and that interests people. I want to talk about the behind the scenes aspect because I think, and you've spoken about this before, I think from an outsider point of view, things look so good, right? Like your daughter is so cute. You've got a great husband, a beautiful house and all these things. What part of motherhood can you talk on that maybe you haven't shared that has been a little bit of a struggle for you over this past year? Because I know that you're trying, I mean, you're doing such a graceful job at balancing, but I know behind the scenes there has to be some tough times where it's very overwhelming. For sure. I mean, 
like I said, I'm suicidal and I basically decided that I was going to launch two brands in one year and have a baby. And, you know, my husband just decided he's going to come work with uh, with me. And so we've got so much going on. And I feel like ultimately the biggest struggle I have is time management, figuring out when I can spend quality time with Capri, because right now, especially we're just like in the thick of launching and it's just, you feel bad. And I don't feel guilty in the sense where it's like that mom guilt stuff. Cause I don't believe in that. I don't buy into that. I think it's more just like, you literally feel like you're missing her because she's every day, something's new and she's developing and growing and learning so much and changing. And I'm over here like stuck in my work zone. So I don't get to spend a lot of time with her. So that's a huge struggle for me. I feel like I just, I'm never going to be able to catch up. And then I think like, oh, hopefully I'll get past this hurdle. And then next week I could spend more time with her and it doesn't really happen. So it's more like a balance thing. Like it's a, struggles to figure out like how I'm going to divvy up my time to make sure that I'm spending quality time with her as well as giving my businesses a hundred percent because it's like something's going to suffer it's either the business or the baby or my personal life or my health or my marriage it's honestly it's just the hardest struggle I've ever had to go through yeah our mom always says you can't I mean she's just not encouraging for our lives <laughs> she always says you can't have a career a marriage and a baby like you can't have all three something's and not gonna something's get, g- yeah. not gonna but I'm like fucking watch me like because I'm the type of person I know when I have a child I'm gonna work like yeah. I, I, it's just in me there's no way I'm not right. going to and I think it's such I mean stay-at-home mom hardest job there is can't believe people do it I, I will never understand how people do that but I think it's also such a good learning experience for Capri to watch her mother do these things for sure Absolutely. I, I want to be a role model but you said something that triggered something in my mind because you said being a stay-at-home mom is the hardest job and I will say one thing that when the baby is first here for like the first six months of their lives it's like playing with a stuffed animal like they're super cute but they're fucking boring like when you're a kid and you're playing with your toys do you go get the stuffed animal or do you want like a moving Barbie that talks like you don't want to play with the stuffed animal and that is like one of the biggest struggles I had with having a baby is that like she was here and I loved her so much and I wanted to take care of her but I'm like you do nothing. Yeah, you're just sitting there. Booping. And I'm like sitting here, like watching the time tick tock, like everything is like slowing down and going by so slowly. And I have all this work to do. And I'm like, fuck, like I want to spend time with you and love you. But like, I don't want to do this right now. Like, right. I feel like I have so much to accomplish. And so I felt really bad for feeling like that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like a lot of people that I've spoken to that have kids are like, yeah, kids in the beginning are boring. Mm-hmm. It's OK. You're not alone. It yeah. is boring. And my husband also felt the same way. He's like, honestly, I can't connect. Like, I can't figure out, like, at what point she's going to, like, transition into, like, a real person with a personality so I can actually click with her. He wasn't vibing with the baby. And that was, like, affecting me. I was like, wait, but, like, I don't really, like, want to sit here and watch her all day and you don't really want to do it. I'm like, did we fuck up? Like, that was a huge struggle for us. That's huge. Wow, that's, that's really huge. admirable. I'm so happy you, that you just said that. I have never. Yeah, yeah. This is the reason people love to follow you because you are <laughs> fucking real. Seriously, like that's ex- one extremely vulnerable and, and admirable yeah, that, that you, you just admitted, admitted that. that. Yeah, and it's. I think a lot of people feel that. I mean, I do not have children, and so I I can't relate to that. But I. I can assume that that would be the case. It's hard. Yeah. Well, I had a friend who had um, her first child and then she had her second child. And she told me, she's like, I didn't feel connection to this child for three months. Yeah. Because it wasn't my firstborn and it wasn't that whole situation. And then I didn't know the personality and all this stuff. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting that it, you know, because you hear about these stories of like, 
the first moment and then you're bonded forever but even it takes a while to get to know to know anybody yes. and if it and if it doesn't happen then yeah i'm sure the guilt it, you're just like yeah the tv shows and the movies tell me i'm supposed to have this and it doesn't oh my happen. God. that's so interesting also i want to go on the record um her sisters watch her baby are you gonna do that for <laughs> me okay like so bitch are you gonna show up okay <laughs> i think about hold this on. all the time hold on of course, I will love your baby. I also had a oh, dream. Oh, so she's not watching it. I had a dream. That was a no. <laughs> so I don't, I don't like babies, but I only don't like them because they don't like me. I try to connect with them, you're but so they loud. don't like me. I think you scare them. I'm very them. loud. I'm very, I scare them. But um, I did have a dream that you had a baby that looked like Stormy, and if it does look Aww. like Stormy, then I will, I will. I will it. work Thank to you. make it look like Stormy. I'll Thank figure you. it out. I'll figure it out <laughs> Get for you. Some Kylie Jenner jeans. Um, <laughs> okay, I want to pivot from the mom talk because you have so much going on. Yeah. Let's. So first of all, let's back up. For those that don't know, you started as a blogger. Yes. So let's start there. Um, but you've kind of transitioned into small, I mean, a blog is a small business, but product lines, stuff like that. Yeah. So you have two products, tan lines and Lux Unfiltered. So let's just say that I'm not a bathing suit person. Okay. Hate, Me? I, I, I hate buying, spending money on bathing suits. Um, I had like group chats with girls and alarm set for 8am <laughs> when yeah. tan so lines launched. and I... Scout and I, yeah, we're not bathing suit people. I don't feel comfortable in a bathing suit. Yeah. And you, you got on that tan lines train. Train. Fast. You were like, I got them. I got yeah. one. And I went on, I went yeah. online. I was like, fuck the cheetahs out. And she oh was just my like, so I have, out. I have the white one that the bandeau, cause yeah. I have big boobs uh-huh. and it fits really well. Such a great one. And then I have the bottom white, white ones. Uh-huh. And I got a small, I probably should have gone to medium, but all my friends said I look good in a small. It's probably just me just being yes. weird. Yes. And then I got the, when you restocked it with the high-waisted um leopard, leopard. yeah i need I to get the one. high-waisted leopard that's what i need i've got some new high-waisted that's uh, extra no, I want high-waisted that one. i want yeah. that one yeah. yeah we need we need to cover it all we need to get it yeah sucked up yeah and we're jewish same. we're bloated same. like yeah. you same. know <laughs> we need we need some help Wait, is that why i'm bloated <laughs> yeah, that's why you're bloated let me we're tell you bloated. um so talk to us about kind of that transition like what made you want i mean we talked a little bit about the baby suits right. but you obviously have women's bathing suits as well so just kind of talk right. about that transition to create so that product line. essentially the reason I launched uh tan lines and now Lux and filters because I felt like it was the next natural step in my career obviously as a blogger I have no idea what's life's gonna look like in 10 15 20 years I don't want to be a 50 year old blogger taking photos on the side of the road and so I wanted to create longevity I wanted to create something that was gonna last me longer than Instagram Instagram has never been my end game like that's something I've said from the beginning because I didn't know Instagram was a social app when it launched I thought it was an editing tool so I was like over here using it to like put cool borders on my photos and I was posting weird things because I didn't know people could see it so the blog was always something that I well not always but when I eventually started gaining traction I felt like okay I could do this for a living for a while but I didn't know where it was going to go so now with the brands it's like this is kind of my end game this is where I see my future going it's like our livelihood and how we plan to provide for our family I mean, it's like a tangible legacy in a way. These are yeah. the ways you're kind of. I mean, I would up. love to give this to my daughter one day oh and be gosh. like, "I just created all this for you, and I did a lot of work while you were a baby. So hopefully, now you forgive me if you okay. look back and watch my story somehow and see me bitching." So, okay, I have a I business question because yeah. I get like really crazy about business and excited. Um, so your first drop of tan line sold out in four minutes. It, it yes. sold out when I was on it for the first time. I reordered at ten, um, and I kept thinking in my mind. This, it's just, I hope this doesn't sound wrong. No. 
Why did you, uh, it's very admirable, but why did you decide to go the handmade in Bali route when you could have made so many more and sold so many swimsuits? <laughs> I was like, there is such an opportunity lost here. She could have made so much money. Yeah, What it's was your true. decision behind that? Well, because it was my first collection, first off, I wanted to make sure that I was releasing something that I truly loved the quality. Um, when I was presented with the opportunity to manufacture in Bali, I kind of did my homework and I, it seemed like Bali was the place to go for swim. I kind of spoke to a lot of different people in the industry and they were telling me that for swim, you get just a different feel and quality than China. So, and I personally love the aspect that it's handmade in China and Bali, handmade in Bali, (laughs) (laughs) not handmade in China, um, by a bunch of women, like Mm -hmm. literally 10 women. And there's just something special to me about that. I feel like it's just... It's like a nice touch to, to what I do. Mm. I feel like it's like a very women-driven business over here. And I just liked that over the sound of manufacturing in China. Yeah, yeah. and you don't want to mass produce. I don't know. It's It seems more special. It feels like you got a treasure. I know. My business mind was just like. Yeah, I know. She was like, why would you do this? Oh, my gosh. She's going to make so a millionaire. I know. <laughs> so, I mean, we've we've kind of thought about this and we've actually found more manufacturers in Bali now so that I can create more. So we've kind of like done quality control. We've cross-referenced to make sure everything is lining up and it's the same and it's consistent. And so everything's looking great. I'm so happy. And I also learned that I have to do things like with more time. So I didn't give myself enough lead time to create the line the first time. So I was delayed. I was supposed to launch in May. I didn't launch till July. Um, I also, it, with the, with them being made in Bali, it's like a lot of back and forth. So they were sending me samples and obviously that takes like a week and then I would give them my feedback. Then I have to wait for the new samples to come. The process was just so lengthy that I did not think it through, honestly. And so I was very pressed for time when I finally perfected the fit and everything I was happy with. It was like I had a month to manufacture. So there's only so much they can do in one Mm -hmm. month. Yeah. And I didn't want to push the launch even further. So... It's, it was a huge learning curve. Well, your swimsuits are amazing. Thank you. This is really embarrassing, but sometimes when I feel bad about myself, I'll put it on in the morning <laughs> and think I look really great. That's really that cool. I've just been feeling myself lately, and so <laughs> when I put on my tan lines bathing suit, I just feel really God. good. I love that. I love yeah. that. And I feel she, good. Does, she does have big kahunas. So like yeah, you sent her a drunk video of me and my boobs. That was the did. cutest I video. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't remember what that was. It was my birthday. And you looked hot. You were drinking rosé or something. I loved oh. it. So we were in like the Sivan aesthetic. Yeah, we were at a store. Yeah, yeah, truly. Okay, let's talk about your second product line, Kay. your self tanners. Self tanner, yeah. Coming out very soon, right? And you're yeah. doing a pop up. I'm doing a pop up. So tell us about that decision making process and what that's going to look like. So, Lux Unfiltered is our new brand. It's going to be a range of self tanners. The first one is called Number 32. And that is because number 32 is my favorite number. I'm turning 32, so I'm launching on my 32nd birthday on November 5th. Um, So I started that because, honestly, people were asking me how I'm always so tan and how I edit my photos. Like, literally in the same breath, people are always asking the same two things. And I was kind of like... I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a con artist because I'm not this tan in real life. And I was just editing myself to look tanner. And I wanted to be tan like that in real life, but not have all the sun damage. So I started using different self-tanners. I wasn't loving the result. I didn't love the way I smelt. I didn't love the color. I didn't love the application process. So 
it was kind of like tan lines, like the next natural step. It was like, well, what am I doing here? Like struggling and tr- like trying to find something that's not me. Like, let me just create it. So we started developing that a year and a half ago. Um, I was pregnant while we developed it. So that was interesting. Wow. Um, I definitely, people ask all the time if it's pregnancy safe. I can't like confirm. I don't want to say yes, but I developed it and used it while I was pregnant. Capri's perfectly healthy. But um, so it was a very long development process. Um, when we finally got closer to the launch, like I'd say in July ish time, I had come across the Valley country market, which is a like renovated strip mall, I guess. I hate that term, but like, that's kind of what it is Yeah. in the Valley. And they was so cute, but like no one was in there. It was like dead. And I'm like, this is like a missed opportunity. So I stalked someone in there to give me a space. Basically I like convinced them. I was like, let me have a space for a couple of months. Let me do a pop-up. Let me do something. Just give me the space. I'll figure it out later. Um, you'll thank me. I'll bring people will liven the place up. And so they decided to give me the space, which was so great. It was literally me convincing them for weeks. And at one point they said yes. Then they said no. Then they said yes again. So then when they said yes again, I was like, this is it. This is how I'm going to launch the product. I want a physical way for people to actually connect with me and the product. I've never done a, a quote unquote meetup. You know, people always ask for that and I've never done it. I've had a couple events that are open to the public, but I've never done something that's like around just me, not just like coming to an event and I'm there. Um, So I was just like very sold on this whole idea. And for me, when I feel like something's right and I like the idea, there's no changing my mind. I'm very stubborn. That's how I am. And I had to put the plan into motion. So it was like everything was like coming together and it just made so much sense in my head that I had to make it happen. So we got this space. Now we're building it out. It's coming together. Today I was in there and I finally started seeing things happening. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait. Because for a long time, it was just like this giant empty space that was staring me in the face. And I was like, fuck, like, why did I just sign up my, my sign myself up for this? This is like a lot of work. So it's going to be open on November 8th to the public. And it's going to be open the whole month of November every weekend. So people can come in and try the product and take a ton of photos. There's so many cute photo moments in there. Um, and Paul and I will be in there like taking photos and hanging out and we so have to go. We're going to venture yeah. out to the Valley. For oh my you. God. Just I for you. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So I have so many questions because I've only gotten a spray tan twice in my life okay. and that was for my wedding and I've never used self tanner question. Uh-huh. When you put it on, does it get on your sheets? So here's my tip. I always say use it in the morning because okay. if you're doing it in the morning, obviously you're not getting right back into bed. And so it doesn't transfer if you let it fully dry. Why would you put that on before you go to bed? That's stupid. Okay, keep going. Well, so this is a gradual. So basically when you put it on, the more you put it on, the more the darker you're going to get. It develops over time. But when you put it on, you'll immediately have like a nice healthy looking glow. So it's like as if you were outside for like 20 minutes, not like aggressively like like you were in Bali for a week, you know? Sure. So that was one thing with the product that I wanted to really create was a natural, subtle color because I know it's intimidating. You put on these products and it's like two hours later, you look like an Oompa Loompa and you yeah. smell and you're streaky and it's like... It gets everywhere. It's like... It's messy. Yeah. yeah so sticky, like, yeah. Exactly. Not sticky for my product at all. That was a That's huge amazing. thing. In development, we went through the phases and like it was sticky for a minute and I'm like, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. I can't have stickiness. But the thing is with... The product is it's super hydrating and it's got shea butter, so it's not going to dry out your skin. Um, It leaves you looking super dewy and glowy. So when you put it on, I say do it in the morning, like do it fully naked. Wait like a full five minutes, like a real five minutes, and then your skin will dry. Everything will set. 
then get dressed. And honestly, I wear white nonstop and I don't see any transferring. So this wow. is going to be the first self tanner I try. I'm going to try it. You're going to look great in it. Because I already have like a kind she of. She has the Middle Eastern. Yeah, yes. So our dad's from skin. Middle East. So I got the kind of a little. I mean, I'm not tan because I literally don't go outside or I hate tanning. Are you scared of the sun? No, I just hate tanning. I get so bored. <laughs> yeah, we get bored. Like we my boobs like start sweating. Oh, yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's like gross. And so I don't. <laughs> I never tan outside ever. And so I, I gonna just. Age better for it i mean let's hope let's hope but yeah no and then uh, so if it so is it just one shade i guess it doesn't need to be multiple shades yeah so it's a universal shade it's a universal color so basically it's going to just enhance any skin tone and it's just going to make you darker and it's going to just take your pigment and make it look darker so it's not like fakey looking it smells like moroccan rose it's really like light and easy and you apply it like you do a lotion it's actually cream not lotion so it's thicker so you oh, feel okay. super hydrated, which is like a huge thing for me because every self tanner I've ever used dries my skin out. I look like a scaly lizard the next day. So this <gasps> is not that. <laughs> this is a really good opportunity to transition into something that I think we are soul sisters on. Are you scared of lizards? Let me just paint this picture for you. Oh, wait. Are we you scared of lizards? Oh, deathly. Oh. We were in wait, Puerto Vallarta. Wait, let me tell this story. Let me tell the story. We're in Puerto Vallarta. No, we're not in Puerto Vallarta. Yes, we're, we're, we're in the Bahamas. No, we were in Puerto Vallarta. It's Mads, me, my mother, and my stepdad. And we're sitting outside in oh, a restaurant. Yeah. And my stepdad, he's English, so I'll try to do an accent. He no, goes, don't, don't do the accent. Okay, fine. <laughs> he goes, okay, ladies, we're all just going to stand up. <laughs> and we're going to walk to that table over there. And my mother puts her head down like this. I go, what the fuck? Maddie goes, where the fuck is it? Where oh, is it? Oh and he God. goes, it's just a few feet away. It was a lizard, and we were all literally like having an iguana. A no, no, just no, a, you like know, a oh, just a lizard. So okay, just a lizard. <laughs> so we um, were gifted this phobia by our mother. She, uh, it was passed down to I us. I think she just will. would like leave us. Literally, uh, we don't know where this comes. It's completely irrational, and. I go on hikes and I'll be like, guys, like, <laughs> I know this is going to be annoying, but like, I will have a panic attack if I see it. And they're like, Manny, calm down. Like, it's okay. <laughs> I it's hate what, that. This is what I hate. They're more scared of you than you're yes. scared of them. I'm like, no, I don't give not. a shit. No, they're not. I don't give a shit. Like, I just, and the funniest thing is we are obsessed with Jurassic Park. So we love dinosaurs. Stop. It's really weird. It's so weird. And we uh, cannot look at, uh, snakes are fine. That like, is, oh, I'm the same though. just yeah. lizards. Do you want to hear something terrifying? Yeah. She got a lizard stuck in her house once. Ah! Where you who? did. You did. Oh, yeah, Were my you? first house. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you were like you watched that. Yes, okay. I watched that. <laughs> okay. I was like I was like How do really you know this about me. I was really terrified for you. I was concerned. Scouts been watching you. I was called animal alone. control. I was home alone. I literally like couldn't I couldn't leave an area cuz I had to keep my eyes on it cuz obviously, you know how you oh just said gosh. like they're more scared of you, but they're not or they are, but when they're scared, they like scurry Scurry's. and run. They're going to run, like, on you one day because yes. they don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. We need to are. get off this topic. It's so cry. disgusting. It is disgusting. Okay, let's talk about Paul. Okay. <laughs> about what? About Paul, <gasps> her oh, husband. Yes. Um, so what was the decision, because this is crazy, that he made to stop being a lawyer and come work for you full time and I could never work with my husband. So yeah. what How does that look like? How the fuck does this work? Oh, man. Okay, so the decision happened because – Ultimately, he's been involved in my career as a blogger since the beginning. He always did my legal, all my contracts. And 
because he's physically present in my stories, like he's involved. It's like not just me anymore. He's there and he contributes. So he took a serious interest. He's super supportive. And I feel like he, no one knows me and the brand better than him and I. So we spent a lot of time talking about the business. We strategize together. We come up with com- concepts together and ideas and goals and plans. And so he's super involved, always has been. And when we decided to launch Lux Unfiltered, he got super involved because there's so many logistics and moving parts that I physically was not able to do it myself between tan lines, the blog, being a mom, being a wife, being a human. Like it's impossible. Like we said, you can't do a hundred percent on everything. Something's going to suffer. And we wanted this to be our end game, our long-term plan. And so for it to succeed, I needed him or somebody. And it was either I hire a stranger and pay them a lot of money because I'm not going to hire someone with no experience and that doesn't know what's going on. I need someone who actually knows what they're doing to come in and help and hope for the best or he could do it and I trust him he knows the brand he's so smart and he can help me in so many different ways so it just made more sense on so many levels for him to do it rather than me outsource and I mean he's been an attorney for nine years and he's great at it and he may do it freelance one day but right now like the focus is this and we want to do it right and we want to do it together so that was really like that was it what tips do you have for couples that are either interested in working together or are working together on how to kind of also keep their relationship, you know, sacred and, and yeah. alive? This was me asking people literally like a month ago. I was at a blogger lunch and I was sitting there with all these girls and their husbands. And I'm like, please help me because I'm going to get a divorce. It was let's like, not. let's not. It was like week one of us working together because basically what happened is Paul um, had to phase himself out because he's been at the firm for so long. So he spent a month working from home, phasing himself out. But when I saw him in the house on a Monday at two o'clock, normally he's not home. He's at work. I was like, oh, my God, like you're here, here. Like, help me. Like I was uh, I was like giving him all these things. And he was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm not ready to like help you. And I lost my shit. I was like having mental breakdowns. I was fully crying, hysterical. I was unstable. And I'm like, fucking help me. Like, I'm losing it. And he couldn't. He had an obligation to someone else. And. I literally thought I wasn't going to make it. I was like, we're either getting a divorce or I'm going to have a fucking like heart attack. Like I can't live like this. So it was rough. The first couple, two, three weeks was so hard. And I was literally looking to people like, I'm that person now. Like, help me, help me. Like, what do you do? Like, how do you make it work? What do I, what am I supposed to do? It was really like a huge struggle. And then the last week of him being at the firm where he, like his workload lightened up and he was finally like able to help me a little bit. I was like, feeling like this physical sense of relief and was like, Oh my God, thank God. It just needed to be completely done because I was so dependent. I was so desperate for help that when he couldn't help me and I saw him there not able to help me, it was like the most frustrating feeling. So I would say that first off boundaries, you know, Paul will like, like up until the minute I go to sleep, my eyes are shutting. I'm like this. And he's like, Hey, did you email so-and-so? And I'm like, why did you just do that? Now my yeah. mind's awake. I'm pissed off at you. Now I'm like mad at you. I'm mad at myself. I'm overwhelmed. Like I'm stressed. I can't sleep. So you got to have boundaries. Like shut it off at some point. Now it's super hard and it's probably cliche advice, but you have to like make time for no work talk, no work on the mind. Otherwise your whole life and existence will be about work. Yeah, it's a good one. That's a really good one. I think something that is really admirable that you mentioned is being really good about asking for help. Yes. I feel like you've been, you mentioned that this whole episode is, is just like, you are so okay. And with asking for help. And I don't think a lot of people are comfortable with that. Yeah. Is that something that you just grew up understanding or just from this world you were around people and you're just like, 
give me advice. Well, I have always had an issue relinquishing control over anything that's my business, my name's attached to. I still struggle with this today. But I came to the realization that if I wanted to have a kid and have a business, something was going to have to give. I was going to have to ask for help. So my family right now helps me. I don't have a nanny. That's like another question. Everyone's like, who's your nanny? And I'm like, oh who the fuck do you even know? Her who family. Like- her family. Look at <laughs> like, that. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Her, her family. <laughs> fuck up. You don't have a kid yet. Jeez, and okay. like, are you guys close in age? Three years. Three years. So like my sister's just like a seven year age gap. So like oh, they're wow. nowhere near kids. So like yeah. they're so eager to help. Yeah. But like when they have kids, I'm not going to help yeah. like that. <laughs> like there's no way I'm going to be like 40 and like with three kids or whatever. Yeah. And I'm gonna be like, yeah. go fucking hire a nanny. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like <laughs> I'm super lucky and blessed in a very unique situation. And right. I've got like, we're like the first grandkid. And so people are super excited to help us. And absolutely. I don't think it's normal, but um what were, were we what were we talking about yeah what were we talking about oh uh, asking for help oh, oh yes. yeah asking for help so yeah I mean basically I had to ask for help when it came to Capri obviously it's you just can't do it all um and then for my business asking for help like Paul's always been super involved and I've always been comfortable asking him um but I also had to start outsourcing things like my I have a management team now and before before them I was yielding all the incoming emails myself and I would spend hours on my computer every day like responding and negotiating and I'm like I'm the bad guy I'm the good guy I'm the model I'm the blogger I'm the face I'm the creative I'm the photographer I'm everything and I'm like this is not healthy and it's not sane so when I outsourced my management and I finally like got a grasp on my emails and the incoming and I could focus on creative rather than all this like logistical stuff it was so much nicer and so like little by little, I'm learning to accept help from other people. I finally hired a graphic designer. That was a big deal for me. Um, I was super OCD and like picky and type A about my content that I was putting out. And I'm like, no one can create anything for me. It's not authentic to me. And I'm like, who the fuck am I joking? Like I have like knowledge from a Photoshop from when I was in college years ago. Like these people are way better than me. So like, why wouldn't I use them? So. I think a lot of people struggle with that is the yeah. um, being able to outsource and um, what do we always say? No. Okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, Ask do, you know? do you know? <laughs> yeah. Like how we always say like you divvy out the, the tasks. Oh, you delegate. Delegate. Yes. Thank delegate. You. That was the word. Yes. Delegation. I think a lot of people struggle with that, especially. And it's interesting, especially with bloggers where you are your brand. You are yeah. the company. You are it. So it is strange to be like, yeah, do this part of my life. Like, it's yeah. very weird. Well, that's why I don't have an assistant. Like, people. What? Yeah. Girl. <laughs> Guys, it's impossible. I would I'm. I would be the worst boss. I was the worst boss. I've right. been, I've had assistants multiple times, and it never works out because my days are different every day. Yeah. It's there's no consistency. Yeah. There's no routine. It's mm-hmm. like every day you come to work, and it's like, okay, well today we're either gonna be out in the streets shooting, so we need to pack a bag, or you need to clean up my, you know, steam, or go to the dry cleaner, or pick up, or get samples, or drop off, or today we're gonna be on the computer all day, or the next day, you know, I need you to help me with the dogs, like. No one wants a job like that. That sucks. So, uh, I mean, I think a lot of I people. I think a lot would of like girls would like want that, that job. <laughs> really? I can, se- I can send a few over to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah and it's also you're say. in my house. Like, I feel like there's like. Um, we want to be in your house. <laughs> okay. Are we signing up? Am no, I quitting like, my job? Um, Do you guys want a job? <laughs> our resume's right here. Don't worry. Okay, that's a great transition to your home. Mm. So. 
Good fucking lord. It is <laughs> just, I mean, just gorgeous. Thank Where you. did this Where passion did, yeah. for interior design Obsession. stem from? It's weird. I used to think that I was going to be a set designer when I was younger. Oh, interesting. Because I used to, like, when I would watch TV or movies or whatever, I would never pay attention to the plot lines or the characters. I was watching the background. Oh, I and like so I can sweet. watch things on repeat like I'll watch Sex in the City I'll watch Friends I'll watch anything literally on repeat because every time I watch I'm paying attention to the background and I'm like oh I never noticed that chair or that photo or that mm-hmm. cup or that rug and I'm like obsessed with it so that's like honestly like where I feel like I drew inspiration from loving interiors is from watching so many shows and just being like into the the decor mm-hmm. so I never thought to be an interior designer though I was like n- that never crossed my mind it just was something I really loved and then as I started growing up and moving out of my parents' house, I went through phases. I loved shabby chic for a long time, everything. I And I would do it myself. Like, I went to garage sales. I'd find coffee tables. I'd paint them white. And then I'd, like, sand them so they looked old and rustic and vintage. And I was into that for a long time. I don't fuck with sanding. There's no way. Oh, yeah. My husband I, tried to get me to do it. We got into a fight. I mean, now there's no way. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I'm way too bougie. But I used to do it all myself. And, like. That was a phase, and we, like, transitioned into, like, pink everything, and then we transitioned into living with a boy, and so then I had to find neutral ground, which was a struggle. Um, Then I had a Jonathan Adler obsession, then I was a Kelly Worsler fan, then... I mean, now it's, like, all over the place. Now I don't know what to pinpoint and call my style. I was just going to ask, what do you call your style? No, I mean, it's it's just, like... You're great at bathrooms. Is that weird to say? You're very good at bathrooms. Oh, thanks. I am currently redoing my newly remodeled powder room. Of course, yeah. Because I've never done that. I've never done that, to be fair. Like, I normally am very decisive, and I, like, stick by my decisions, and I'm, like, also, my husband will murder me if I pay for something and then, like, repay for it to get done. Like, that's not happening. So he doesn't know that I'm redoing the powder room because he doesn't use it because guests use it, and Mm. he's, like, a germaphobe, and he won't use that bathroom. So he hasn't stepped foot in there since we redid it, and he has no clue that I'm remodeling it Oh, my God, that's so (laughs) funny. That is so silly. Yeah. So, I mean, but I love bathrooms, and, like, my Pinterest board is, like, popping on the bathroom Mm -hmm. boards. Like, I love it. Oh my Love God, it. give me access to your Pinterest boards. Oh, it's it's public. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm not, I just started, like, I kind of go through phases with Pinterest where I'll just spend two hours a night, yeah. and, but then I just don't look at it forever. Um, there's something I want to ask you about your engagement. Yeah. Because you have extraordinarily high engagement. Like, you have more. Oh, en- that engagement. I was, like, looking at your ring. I'm like, are we oh. talking about? Oh, oh that's what I thought you were talking about, too. <laughs> oh, no, but we could talk about that, too. That's fun. Um, like, people with over a million followers don't have as high engagement as you do, which is crazy. What do you attribute this to? Do you feel like it's been strategy? Do you feel like it's just your personality? I mean, I can tell you why I follow you, but where, how, do you, how have you garnered that up, and do you recognize that you have that great of engagement? Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that brands are constantly coming to me for is that I have high engagement. So it's definitely been brought to my attention. I'm terrible at math, so I don't know my conversion rate. I don't know what, like, my engagement rate is. Paul knows But it's one of those things where, like, I think that there's a bunch of different factors why it's high. I think that in, like, a single post, for me at least, I make a point of having an interesting caption. Mm -hmm. So I can always tell when something's going to bomb because it's like I wasn't inspired. I wasn't feeling funny. Like, it's just kind of going up just to go up. And I know it's it's not going to do well. But it's also a combination of things. Like, people don't want to see professional photos. So a lot of these girls, like I, I always talk about this because so many girls on Instagram are like, the algorithm is fucking with me again. So please like put your notifications on so you don't miss my posts. It's like, no, 
Don't blame the algorithm. It's your content. Your content's stale and boring and unrelatable. And that's honestly why your audience is not no longer liking your photos unless you bought all your followers and like that's a whole other issue. But I feel like people don't recognize that if you're not relatable, then no one's going to be interested after a certain amount of time. You might like initially like back in 2012 when it was a big deal to have like these gorgeous curated edited photos. That was like a thing. But now it's 2019 and no one gives a shit and no one wants like a tea party with macaroons. They want to see like real life iPhone grainy whatever. Well, what I love when you do in your stories is that I could tell that you didn't sit there and think about what you were going to post. Like you just post it. Yes. No matter what. I mean, like you literally wake up in the morning and post in bed, which (laughs) I would never do. Yeah. Which is like crazy. Thank you know? God for filters. <laughs> I mean, you look gorgeous all the time, but I mean, that's what I love about it is it's not calculated. It's not strategic. Right. It's not this. It's just, this is what's happening right now. And here's what, here's what you guys yeah. need to know. Yeah. Well, that's like, I, I put myself in my audience shoes. Like if I am not interested in watching someone's stories, I think about why am I not interested? Is it because they don't talk to the camera ever? Is it because they're just all pictures? Is it because they're showing the same things over and over again? I really try to like tap into why I'm bored and then I try to not do that. So for me, it's like, I'll take you, I can, I could be a walking contradiction. Like some days I am boring, I'm stale, I'm whatever. But like for the most part, I feel like I'm just taking you through the real life scenarios. I'm not like posting from an event two days later. I'm not like over editing and there's not too much text and like cohesiveness to it. It's just real. It's unedited. It's raw. And people like that. And that's like why I like certain people. Like if people just post the same photos or like um, things that are overly edited, honestly, I mute them because I'm just like, I, I don't need that. Like it's not stimulating. If you're not teaching me something, if you're not making me laugh, like thank you next. I don't want to spend my time like that thank you next (laughs) we always say that we always we always talk about how you should really carefully curate who you follow because it affects your daily life and in a real way we we always do like an unfollow movement (laughs) oh it's it's like if if something is not giving you joy or not stimulating you just fucking unfollow no that's control it's so true and i'm the queen of muting which is like my favorite thing in the world instagram thinks i follow like five people like i literally have nothing to look at because it's just like my five friends that i like and then that's it everyone else is muted because i'm not stimulated you know and i'm exaggerating like i don't mute everybody but like (laughs) for the most part i see the same few people because there's so many people that i follow and i love them in real life and they're you know personally i love them but their instagram is boring and I just yeah. don't want to spend my time wasted on things that I don't enjoy. Yeah, you have other shit to do. I love that. Very selective about my time. Yes, good. Okay, we got so many questions from, from the OKSIS community. <laughs> so, and I want to get Can to we, all of them because um, there's some know. good ones. There's a lot. Okay, this is the first one, which I can't believe we haven't even started to yeah, talk about. Yeah, you're right. That's weird. Your skin is flawless. <laughs> What is the skincare routine? What's going on? Okay. So I will say the last six months, I have not touched soap to my face. I like use no cleanser. No cleanser. I use a cleansing balm. Okay. So it's different. It's like, it's so cleaning your skin, but I'm not using like foaming agents like a soap because I find it to be abrasive on my skin. I feel like it dries me out and everyone knows like dry skin ages poorly. If you're blonde, I feel sorry for you because brunettes age better because <laughs> you have oilier oh, skin hey, <laughs> what hey. i didn't know that's that the best news i've heard oh, all day fuck yeah yeah okay, good. yeah yeah you guys are lucky <laughs> um i'm naturally brunette as you can see yes yes so but yeah i felt like for a brunette my skin was abnormally dry obviously not all brunettes have like hydrated dewy skin sure. but it's like i was using so many products and i do use so many products for what i do i try out endless things weekly and i felt like nothing was like 
doing well with my skin as far as soap goes. So I use a cleansing balm to wipe off my makeup and cleanse my skin. What's the brand? Elemis. Okay. So I love it. It's mm-hmm. called their like rose collagen cleansing balm. It's mm-hmm. very hydrating. It removes everything. It's like all impurities are gone. It's great. It's And then you don't, really don't need to add anything if you don't want to. But I like to go to bed like a greasy chicken and Same. douse myself in oils and serums and creams and eye creams and like the works. So if you want to know step by step, morning I rinse my face with water. I let it air dry, like just pat the dripping water down. Um, I use a vitamin C serum. So right now I'm obsessed with um, Summer Fridays. Yeah, that's what I'm using. That too right CC now. serum is yeah. great. Yeah, I so use good. The drunk elephant yeah. vitamin C. That's also. A good I heard one. that one's really good. Yeah. Um, I do love a couple others. Like I kind of alternate depending on my moods. So I love Skinceuticals has a good one. Oh yeah, Ferulic. Yeah, Ferulic. Yeah. Yep, and then Ren skincare has a good one. Oh, okay. So that one I actually ran out of. So I just switched to the next one right but so I do a vitamin C serum in the morning it's brightening it's happy it makes your skin look glowy like right away and then I finish off with a moisturizer sometimes I'll do an SPF I'm not an everyday SPF girl oh Matt's is gonna kill you right now I know I think she's gonna explode Nope. Yeah, Lola. Yeah, Lola. Bark at her. (laughs) Yeah, Lola's mad that you don't use skincare. I mean, uh, SPF. It's just like one of those things where I feel like I know that it's gonna make my makeup look different. So it's like on days when I'm not wearing makeup, yeah, I put on like a little tinted Alta MD. It's like SPF 50. I keep my face out of the sun for the most part. I'm really good. I wear my visors and I stay out of the sun from like the neck up. I'm also really sensitive to the skin. I mean, to the sun. So I don't like tan my face. Sure. But um, so that's like my morning. And then at night I do the cleansing balm, the Elemis, Mm -hmm. and then I'll do an oil or serum. And this is where every day it's like different. I love Vintner's Daughter. I love Mm -hmm. Sunday Riley. I love um, the HA Intensifier by SkinCeuticals. I love um, Elemis has a couple like oils that I love. Caudalie makes a great oil. It's all natural. Herbivore makes a great brightening mm-hmm. um, oil. They have a, like a retinol yeah. alternative too. So any of those, great. And then I like slather on a thick, rich cream. Right now I am using Elemis. It's like their pro collagen line. It's great. Mm-hmm. And they have a morning and nighttime eye cream. I'm really bad about morning eye creams. It's like yeah. it's a little too much I just work, have one eye cream that does both. Uh, you, you, you just need it in the night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And oh. like you should put your eye cream all around your eyes and That's then above your lip. Oh, that's a good tip. Yeah. Tip. So this like Russian woman has was giving me a facial and she had incredible skin and she was like telling me how your upper lip skin is the same uh, texture and thinness and delicacy as like uh, underneath your eyes. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So she's wow. like, don't forget up here. <gasps> okay. Well, that's yeah. happening tonight. That. Wow. That list was prime. a lot. Premium. No, premium. Good, yeah. good list. I approve. Yeah, when it's bedtime, Paul's like, okay, so I'm watching a show for 30 minutes because you're doing your thing. Also, (laughs) oh, my God, I I saw the best meme. It was, like, someone saying boyfriend goes to romantically touch his girlfriend's face and girlfriend's like, think about my skincare. I literally sent it to my boyfriend. He's like, this is my fucking life. Like, literally, I can't have sex before the skincare. Like, everything happens. And I'm just like, all right, are we done for the night? All right, I'm going to do the skincare. You can't touch me. Like, I'm, on, the whole I'm thing. on completely opposite schedules as my husband. My husband goes to bed hours after me. Oh, really? Yeah, like, and he wakes up hours after me, too. Um, So I don't think he knows how long my skincare routine is because I say goodnight to him, and then I do it and go to bed oh, by wow. myself. Yeah. I literally can't sleep if Paul's not in the bed. Oh, I now I have trouble sleeping when he comes to bed really? with me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because I'm used oh to sli- I'm used to falling asleep alone. That's so crazy. 
I'm like so weird. I feel like I'm so codependent on him now. Like when I go to trip work trips and I'm alone in the hotel room, I'm just like laying there staring at the ceiling. Meanwhile, Aww. when I'm at home, yeah, if you sleep with someone that for that long, you I don't see, like you need the like. See, body. I don't like waking yeah. up not next to him. Yeah, because I'm used to yeah. waking up next to him. So it's, right. it just depends on what you know what you get used to. Is. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, we're never gonna get. No, those we're questions. not doing okay. all that. There's <laughs> okay, too many. no, but they're so good. Okay, hold on. Wait, I like to. Re- I like a really good one. Um. Uh, do you ever see the Kardashians since you live in the valley? Um, I used to see them more often. Now I don't as really? much. Yeah, because yeah. I live right like where the Calabasas, like the main road is, and my girlfriend okay. lives in Hidden Hills. So sometimes I see them in there. Right, right, right. When we like walk the baby, but yeah. I don't see them as much. I feel like they don't really venture out into public anymore. Yeah. I don't think Kylie's left her house in months. Like Literally, like leave. in years. Yeah, she doesn't leave. That's like really sad. I, I mean, know. the house is gorgeous. I mean, so it's I great, think she's built it so she doesn't have to leave. Yes. Yeah, but come yes. on. That's oh, and Kim's like Kim has a compound. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's a monastery. I've never seen. I've still it haven't seen pictures of it. Well, they don't like like what? release photos of it. But have you I've seen the thirty-six questions. No. Let's go. <laughs> looked on the internet like what? this is us every single episode every single episode so their house i don't even looks watch like the a Kardashians. jail like it's like there's no furniture yeah you saw the sink video though i should I, I saw a picture of it and then my stepdad explained it to me it's like a museum there's yeah. like nothing it's yeah. just very stark they must barren. have like a kid's room it's like sterile i mean yeah it's very sterile feeling like i don't know what that whole no, like wabi sabi thing is that everyone's like into right now but like no Mm. It's not cozy. Hmm. It's not like cozy. It. Okay. Wait, I want to ask this question. Oh, okay. uh, will you have Capri go to college? I mean, if she wants to. Mm-hmm. I think that. Wait, is there a reason you have you said that you don't want her to go to college? No. Oh. Did I say that? No. Why but I just <laughs> think it's an interesting question. Why? Why we did got someone this ask question that? And I thought it was interesting because I think about this all the time because I didn't graduate college, yeah. but oh, I, I have a successful career that I love, and so I don't need to graduate yeah. college, and so I just think about it like. When you have a child, is, the, is it going to be different at that time? Like, And yeah. you're such a self-starter. Like, Technically, you didn't need to go to college right. for what you've done. Right. So I think it's like an interesting question. Oh, I see. Well, okay. I think that Paul and I are both on the same page about this. We feel like there's certain people that don't need that. They don't need college to back them up on anything. If you're not like a doctor or a lawyer or something where it requires like right. a straightforward education, yeah. a skill set. Like, If you're a self-starter, you're motivated, you've got that entrepreneur spirit, like why why go Mm -hmm. i also have a problem with the way um school is structured these not these days like in general i think that like kids are thrown into college too young yes they have to make these like life decisions at 18 and it's like how the fuck should they know what they are good at what they like what they don't like what they're passionate about and all they're doing is partying all they're doing is partying it's expensive it's confusing it's it's like overwhelming a lot of kids get depressed not knowing what to do absolutely and i feel like my sister for instance my middle sister she's gone through three different career paths and the poor girl is finally 25 and finally feels like she's found it and it's like she struggled for so long and she felt like a failure because she was like feeling shitty about herself you know because she nothing was sticking wasn't clicking for her and I feel like you gotta after high school I in my opinion what people should do is they leave high school and then you have like this like trial and error period where you work different things figure out what you're good at basically like interns internships and just decide from there because until you're actually in the field how would you know that you do or don't like it or if you're good at it exactly like your sister and I think that is a huge issue and people at least when I was in college like I I went to USC and everyone around me was like hyper focused it felt and no one was talking about feeling lost right. or not and I know a lot of people after the fact they were like what the fuck am I doing like I yeah. need this I need it. and I was like why didn't we all like talk about this or like 
experience yeah. this together right. and figure this out because it is it is a very intense environment, yeah. especially when people when you're professors and people and counselors are saying like you need to go on this path and this is the way to get it and if you don't get it you're failed totally like, see, yeah. i have i've always felt really fortunate in the fact that i literally and i don't know why i had this ingrained in me but i never subscribed to that like if my parents want they didn't put any pressure on me but if they did put pressure on me to be a lawyer or a doctor there was just something in me that like i knew what i wanted and i knew what yeah. i didn't want and i would never ever do something that i didn't want no matter right. if it took a different path or if it wasn't seen as socially acceptable uh-huh. you know so, but i think a lot of people don't have that inner compass to, to navigate those those yeah times. it takes like a level of confidence to feel like you know I'm gonna figure it out and it might not be pretty I might not be happy I might not make a lot of money right away but like eventually you'll figure it out and yeah. I feel like there's got to be a level of trust there with your surroundings yeah I was the same way I went to FEDA my mom was like you're not going to FEDA because you need a bachelor's degree so they had a bachelor's program the year I started mm-hmm. and I was like cool like I'll get a bachelor's from FEDA I'm like big fucking deal not like anyone's gonna be impressed but you know I'll do it for you because that was the only way I was allowed to go to fashion school and I went to fashion school and did I really like learn anything no I learned how to use photoshop which I guess thank you because I use it today but aside from that it's like I could have just figured it out yeah so I don't really feel like Capri has to go to college if she's a self-starter and I see that she could you know figure it out herself then go go ahead and do it absolutely okay next question I think this is really important someone asked how do you train your mind into not worrying what others have to say I think that for me I have developed a super thick skin being online for so many years I obviously I've developed this like I don't give a fuck attitude that people are always like how do you do that and it's like it's to me it's like mind-blowing because I just do me like if other people are like hating on what I'm doing it's like I just feel like that's an issue on them not an issue on me I feel very comfortable and confident in my decisions and the way I live my life and the choices I make and I just stand by that and I feel like people that question it they're like it's an insecurity it stems from an insecurity and to me obviously I didn't I wasn't born like this I went through like struggles when I was in high school and feeling like super judged and you know misunderstood but at this point in my life it's like I'm 31 and I feel like I've got a great I'm like super blessed in my with my family and my life and my career and there's nothing for me to like question you know like obviously I don't make all the right choices all the time but I'm not like upset about them you learn from everything I don't have any regrets do you feel like that's something that comes with age because I just turned 28 and there's something that's completely shifted in me in the last year and like I would go to parties and be so afraid of what people thought of me and how I looked and how I talked and all this yeah. stuff. And now I, I and I, I really do credit it a lot to my sister in this podcast because she's really brought out this outgoing, silly, you know, like don't think about it and just be you yeah. side to me. But now I walk into parties. I'm like, you don't like me? Like, fuck off. Right. Like, you know, because right. I saw a girl that I've been stalking for years. She's not an influencer. She's just mutual friends. And I saw her at a party. <laughs> and so I told my friends, I was like, I'm you've been stalking. Yeah, I've been stalking. <laughs> and I told my friends and I was like I'm gonna go tell her that I've been stalking her and they're like that's really weird I'm like well if she doesn't think that's cool then fuck her like right, she should right. be she should yeah, be she flattered. flattered she should be flattered for I, sure. so I walked straight up to her and I was like I've been stalking you for years nice to meet you and she looks at me and she goes I've been stalking you for years <gasps> your wedding was amazing <laughs> she was like I was on standby for your wedding and I was like exactly like See, you know yeah. 
but I think it's like it's an age thing like the older you get the more just more comfortable in your own skin I think it's just honestly all stems from confidence like I think as you get older and like you said you attribute it to your sister I kind of give that credit to Paul because he makes Mm -hmm. me feel like like my best self and he makes me feel comfortable and he like supports my decisions and my views my opinions so it makes me feel like a little bit more validated and as I get older I, I feel okay saying no to things I used to be like that person where you'd ask me to do like you know something that was super inconvenient or out of the way and I'd be like sure and then I'm like driving myself crazy to do it meanwhile today it's like I have zero issues being like no that doesn't work for me I'm sorry like we need to rework it so it's like learning to say no learning to stand up for yourself learning to be yourself and like literally just be yourself Mm -hmm. and not feel ashamed about it amen I know yeah okay next okay like two more no wait oh my god there's so many I'm really overwhelmed by it (laughs) okay quick sweet or salty sweet um, biggest piece of advice for new moms. You want my bougie advice or like bougie. Yeah, you're bougie. Yeah. We're bougie. We <laughs> want your bougie advice. Yeah, I want bougie okay. advice. Get a night nurse. <laughs> That's a very, very good tip. Oh. Wait. I'm gonna need one. What does that mean? So you could oh have sex. Oh my god. No, not so you could have sex. So you oh can sleep. God. You cannot have sex after you have a baby. For six Wait. weeks, for six weeks, you cannot have your vagina is fucking torn How up. How horny are you? Like when you have a baby, you don't want anyone touching you. Like I was like, get the fuck away from me. Don't like, look at me. Birth. I'm ready. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, believe me, that's not gonna be the case. Wait, what? What do you mean? As okay. in, like, so that you could sleep. Sivan so hired someone so she could have sex every night. <laughs> oh my god, that would be Paul's dream. <laughs> Paul, no. <laughs> Okay, explain what a night nurse is to me. Okay. So, so a night nurse is like a trained professional nanny who basically comes at night. And, and stays so up all night. she stays up all night. She's relieving you of the night duty of your own kid. So my oh, night nurse would come at 9 p.m. And at the point, at that point, it was like we, she was brand new. So it was like I had just come home from the hospital. I was obviously exhausted. My body needed to be um, resting to recover. I was like learning how to pump my boobs, and I had to right. do it all the time. And so it was like – a hot mess. It's such a shit show when you first come home, especially in your first kid. You don't know what you're doing. Like I was uh, so overwhelmed. And so this woman comes in 9 PM. She's like, all right, have like good night's sleep. Like I'll see you in the morning. And then because I was pumping, she would put a little bowl outside of my door and she would come collect my breast milk when I was done. So I didn't have to like leave the bed or I didn't have to go to the fridge and like write the date and the time and zip it up and put it away. Like she would do it for me. And so then if Capri woke up, if Capri needed a diaper change or she needed to be fed, she would feed her and put her back to sleep and re-swaddle her and change her diaper. And then in the morning at like seven, I would wake up fully rested, happy, okay to hang out with my kid and like happy about it. That's like, and recovered. Wow. Dude, pro tip right there. Whoa. It was the best decision of my life. This is how removed I am from having a yeah, baby. Clearly. I didn't even know what a night I didn't know what that was. You know why we had a night nurse? Because I would have never known what it was, nor would I have ever signed up for this because it's fucking expensive. Right. Paul's firm gave, gave it to us as a gift. <gasps> they were oh, like, that's hey, nice. here's a night nurse so that you're well rested and come back to work sooner. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, nice. That's incredible. It was the best. So Get like yourself oh, wow. a job that gives you a night nice yes. nurse. Yes, they were good to us. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. And then we extended her for like six weeks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, can you not leave? Yeah. Um, something just selfishly that I also want to know, where are your favorite places to shop? I'm a big online shopper. I can't do it. And I'm gonna t- I have a story what? for you after. Really? Yeah. I love shop up. I feel like shop up is so easy. It's like 
not like too mature. It's not too young. It's like the perfect. It just speaks to me. It's like all the things that I like, they're like, here you go. Here's like what's hot, what's new. I love Shop Up. They're easy. They're Amazon Prime or whatever. Like, it's great. Oh, you got to get the Amazon Pay thing. Yes. Oh, my God. It's yes. amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I literally buy something every night, and then I usually return majority of it. But it's like, right. I just constantly feel like it's like a revolving <laughs> thing happening where sure. like packages every day, packages going out, in, out. Like, I have to try shit <laughs> on. Yeah, she has a um, very curvy body. So but I'm she small. So, like, I have huge hips. Okay. I have huge boobs. I have a little bit of a tummy. That's where I carry my weight. And a butt. And so things either look bomb or they make me look 50 pounds Have you heavier. tried Good American? No, but I saw you post about them. Good American good? is great because it's built for, th- it's, like, designed for those girls that have that curvy but, like, small waist, long mm-hmm. legs or short legs, like, Big yeah. butt, like I'm like that. I'm like petite. I'm short, but I've yeah, got. Yeah, you're curvy. Like, you have curves. Yeah, I yeah. for sure have curves, and like either my waistband's like gapping in the back, yeah, or oh, like the yeah. legs are too loose at the bottom because I had to go up a size to fit my waist and my butt. Like major problems. Yeah, but good American's good for that. Love okay, that. that's good. Okay, what? Wait, one more. Okay, go. So you are like vacation and travel goals. Oh my so god! <laughs> like what the? I know fuck? we're getting to every aspect here. Okay, so. Um, talk to us about how you plan your trips. How do you research? How do you know where you're going? How do you plan? What is the whole process? Well, Paul does all the planning and research. Really? Yes. Praise Paul. I wow, don't you do trust him with that? Oh my God, are you kidding? Oh wow. I am the laziest human being when it comes to travel. So first of all, I don't like to call it travel because traveling sucks. Yes, I like it to does vacation. Suck. It does suck. I like to I vacation. Even if I you're going it. for work, it's like you vacation. Yes. Uh, sure. Yes. <laughs> Like, I don't want to go on a trip where I'm traveling. I don't want to move around. I don't want to yes. schlep my bags. Amen. I don't want to check in at the hotel and then totally. check out and go to the next hotel. Like, I don't want multi-destinations. I want a one-stop shop, one suitcase, one check-in, one flight, direct. Like, I'm not fucking with, like, ferries and trains and cars anymore. Like, that was in the past. No, yeah. That's These, why I hate traveling. Okay, keep going. It's a nightmare. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And, like, today, airlines are rude. Everything's delayed. They get they lose your shit. Like, it's become so uncomfortable and, like, yeah. unpleasant to travel that I don't want to do it unless it's absolutely worth it. So, mm-hmm. Paul does all the research. We start off with um, the destination we'll pick based off of, like, where I want to go. Either, either I've seen it on Instagram or Pinterest or someone went or whatever. We, we have a list. Everyone's got a list. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, let's go to Tulum. Then he'll start off with the weather. Okay, when's the best time to go? Because it has to align with the weather. Mm-hmm. If the weather's shitty, I will be really nasty. Amen. So we start Same. with the weather. <laughs> then from the weather, he starts stocking the flights. Then we start looking into hotels. And the way we find hotels is on Instagram because obviously I want to make sure it's like aesthetically pleasing and there's going to be spots for me to shoot. And then we'll like compare to hotels.com to make sure that the real life thing looks like the Instagram thing. And then Ooh, that's a good, that's, that's a great, great tip. Yeah. Instagram yeah. things, yeah, are not. Yeah, real. you know what else Instagram is great for when traveling is checking the weather. So you'll get like real time oh. stories oh, if you go to the nice. location. Oh, like yeah. this is what we do all the time because every time we travel, it's like either a tsunami is coming or a cyclone or a fucking hurricane. <laughs> like literally, I bring the worst weather everywhere I go. So like instead of looking at the iPhone, which lies to you, or checking online to these websites that are also lying to you, go to Instagram, go to the location, look at the stories because they're like real time now and you'll see all these people there posting what the weather is and it's like genius it's like the best way so accurate so then yeah that's like he does all the work I don't do anything I just like pick the destination and like say yes no yes no to the hotels and then the rest is history that's amazing I I would have to micromanage that 
Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big planner. I'm the Paul no, in that, in that I'm situation. Not. Yeah, so <laughs> I. I'm like the man in my relationship. Like, I'm very like easygoing, laid back about certain things, and then Paul's like OCD type A. Like, gotta control everything. Like. I'm not allowed to book a flight. Like if I, even if he's not going on the trip, he, I'm not allowed to book a flight. Wow. He'll be like, you didn't check the things, right? Did you make sure it's this? Is it direct? Is there a layover? <laughs> Which airport are you flying into? Did you make sure that the timing lines up for the next thing? Like too <laughs> many things. <laughs> like, oh my God. God. This. Literally. Amazing. <laughs> Fuck that. Okay. If you were to have a baby boy next, are you going to name him Richard? <laughs> <laughs> that is That's like the best one. I that think this is the best question. We no got. one asked that. Someone, no, someone asked that. Asked that. Someone, someone asked that. that. <laughs> So what is your answer? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> that would just one, be weird. One Richard is enough. Oh, my one God. One Richard is enough. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> Love it. Okay. <sighs> this was incredible. This was Thank lovely. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. This. Thanks for having me, you guys. You're so fun. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Um, tell everyone where they can follow you, find all the products, everything. Okay. On Instagram, I'm just Sivan Alad. That's where you see. You'll see a day-to-day feed of everything that's going on in real time. My blog is my name, SivanAlad.com. That's where I talk about motherhood and beauty and home decor, cooking, everything. Um, and then my products are tan lines, shoptanlines.com and Lux Unfiltered. Love it. And, and you can find, you, <laughs> sorry, you want to go? Should we do it at the same time? Oh my God. Okay. And you, you can, can find, find us at OKSIS okay Podcast. <laughs> Weird. So, so annoying. annoying. Oh God, love, love you, it. sisters. Bye. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalgleish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life tune in every thursday to i'm not your shrink wherever you listen to podcasts while i'm not your shrink i am still human and i'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together